And we're back, show 14. Welcome. Good to see you, Grant. Yeah, you too. Band Director Underground is happening right now. So, exciting time to be alive, my friend. Exciting time to be alive. For sure. We, uh, despite our best efforts to the contrary, took uh, about a month, almost two months off. <laughs> we got the uh, the mini show in. The mini show went over well, I think. Excellent. So. Excellent. <laughs> but uh, we were so hyped that we, uh, we, man- we were so proud of ourselves, I guess, for doing the managing to record five minutes of audio uh, during the course of Midwest that we managed to not, <laughs> not get together after that. So uh, yeah, there's that. Um, we both have uh, survived our our state conventions. Yep. We'll have to debrief those. For Although sure. I'm, I'm a little bit upset. Uh, what the, what the hell is the place you guys do that thing in Colorado? What's the Broadmoor Hotel. The Broadmoor. It's pretty and cool. Like on, it's pretty awesome. On uh, on like Saturday after I was home, I was rolling through Facebook, uh, my once a day Facebook check. And I see Zach using the hashtag TTA versus Broadmoor, and I was just like, "Oh, that's great! We could have done that the whole convention." Yeah. Yep. If you if you would have looped me in on that. But anyway, now I know. Now we know. Now we know. Yeah. So. We'll have like a like a uh, a battle next time, or like some sort of bracketed I, challenge. I think that would be excellent. Um, the uh, we need some kind of hand sign to make people <laughs> make people do that. During uh, the um, pictures, the selfies that they take, and they don't know what they're actually doing, and we could get like various people to do it. We need some kind of hand signs. So send those hand signs in. We need to get those so we can start sending us examples of that. Some sort of white gang affiliated hand <laughs> sign is what we prefer. And dude, that could be dangerous down here in Pueblo. They got oh, the, yeah. yeah, they got some some serious gang issues. La Raza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Dukes. Ooh. Yeah. Sharks and jets too. But most of the jets. All right, because <laughs> when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. Um, okay, so for your first uh, cigarette, yeah. right? <laughs> to your last dying day. So we uh, we had like a strange week uh, on stats. We had our, our single greatest day, um, single highest number of plays per day uh, on the 31st of January. Um, so yesterday. Yeah, we wild had, we man. Had our, our single, our single largest day of listening. Um, he, he, we're big in Houston, Texas. Is all I can tell. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know who that is. I'm not aware of knowing anybody in Houston, Texas. Are you? No, man. No way. I don't know. We don't know who that is. But thanks, Houston. We love you too. Um, Good night, Houston. Right. Um, I have no, literally no idea what <laughs> what brought that on. So good job, Houston. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for good looking out. Um, <laughs> but um, it looks like either a lot of people listen to a couple of shows, or more probably um, looking at the numbers, two people listen to all of the shows. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> something, something like that. Um, or they're working their way through them. It seems so. Good job. So if you're if you're our our new fans in Houston, thanks for playing. Um, but you know, hey, that's how it goes. So, um, in the tradition of receiving zero feedback from our audience, uh, we just assume that you like it and we'll keep doing it. So, um, you know, fourteen shows into this this thing, sometimes we're really good and we go like every week, and then sometimes we don't. Yeah, <laughs> so <yeah. laughs> it just kind of varies. You know, there's some some leeway in it. So uh, tell me about this Broadmoor. What did you? What, did you, what was good? What happened? Well, um, so first of all, Broadmoor is this big, fancy, like Dunstan checks in style hotel. Um, and then besides like the main hotel, they've got that big conference center and some really cool um, venues for that. Um, but unlike MMEA, it's pretty like separated between a lot of the band stuff, a lot of the vocal stuff. Like, there aren't any vocal concerts in the spot where the band concerts are and vice versa. So that's cool for people like me who have minimal interest in uh, the vocal music education side of things. But for people to do it all, it's kind of tough. Uh, but it was, it was cool. Saw some really excellent concerts. Um, went to some pretty cool, pretty cool sessions um, led by university faculty and a, a slew of other people. But something I wanted to point out is the first... MMEA conference that I went to as a freshman in college 
Um, there's a, I don't remember which group it was that brought in Peter Boonshaft, <coughs> who's a, a pedagogue writer and just pretty inspirational human being. I think it's safe to say that anybody that's listening to this podcast has probably owns at least two Peter Boonshaft books. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I good. Me too. Think so, I mean. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> but anyway, so the first session of my first MMEA was a Boonshaft session, and it, it was really exciting. It made me, you know, really look forward to the profession and working with kids and stuff. And I don't remember which group it was that brought him in this time, but he did uh, three or four sessions at CMEA this year. And it was just like, it felt just like my first time. <laughs> it feels like the first time. I'm glad you went there. But yeah, that was awesome. That was probably the highlight of my um, educational sessions. But in terms of concerts, um, went to quite a few good ones, and uh, I went to a couple middle school concerts too, just because I feel like um, frequently those kids like don't have anybody besides their parents um, out there watching them. Um, really? And then a handful of other middle school directors. Yeah, they don't get paid al- enough attention, I think. Uh, but besides huh. that, maybe in the future I'll spend some more time with middle schools. But what would you say attendance is like numbers wise? Um, I think that with it being spread out like that, it's not quite as good as um, it is at MMEA, um, just mm-hmm. because it's A, separated, and B, um, it's a little more expensive to go to this one. Like, really? Yeah, like the conference fee is like 200 bucks. Oh, shit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, to stay on site, it's like somewhere around 200 bucks a night, um, so you got to find some buddies to split it up with. Damn. Um, um, and it's, I mean, it's further... Like, it's not nearly as central as Tantero Resort is to Colorado. Right. Of um, course, traveling in Colorado is just a wretched pain in the ass yeah, at this time of year, from for, what I can tell. For real. Um, in terms of numbers, I have no idea. No clue. Some sessions do get packed out, uh, but I think most of them have a healthy healthy portion of empty chairs. Okay. Um, yeah, I've heard that from, from various people that, that ours is pretty ridiculously well attended. <laughs> Yeah, in terms of uh, in terms of the number of, of directors in the state versus the number of directors that are there, I've heard it's really mm-hmm. well attended, but I don't really have a good way of, of gauging that. Yeah, of course, for for our our, our new hotspot listeners in Houston, Texas, you would not be impressed. <laughs> for real, <laughs> have you ever been to TMEA? I've not. I just you know I haven't either, it's man. It's supposed to be like Narnia. Yeah, so. yeah. The um, yeah. Well, cool, man. Well. We saw, I saw some great concerts this year, and sometimes I go back and forth on, like, a couple of years in college, I did um, this um, formerly CMEC, what is it now, NAFMEC, mm. um, pardon me, NAFME, I'm not supposed to call it NAFME, apparently that's bad. What? Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, what the fuck, I don't know. Mm. Um, like, how are you not going to make that a word, but anyway, um, I... Uh, I work the stage crew thing, and so they they give some college students like a room. They give you at the time it was like thirty bucks a day, uh, like per diem, and you do per, stage crew per boozum. Yeah, and you you like set everything up and and that kind of stuff, and they give you a shirt. And um, it's much better now. Now they've got like I don't know, ten or fifteen kids, twelve maybe that do it, um, and. Uh, so like they could actually see things at the conference and stuff. The the year the yeah. first year that I did it, there were three of us. Um, <laughs> so like we didn't see anything. Like we saw everything from the back and the side. And um, you know I I don't know like what like it was good because I got to see like really up close and personal how mm-hmm. like the nuts and bolts of how uh, uh, the conferences uh, is run. But. Um, at the same time, it, it was definitely uh, a taxing like achievement to, to survive the thing. So I did that for like three years, and then once I started teaching, I um, I dialed it back quite a bit, and it was um, I, I still tried to go to a bunch of stuff because all the stuff that I had, had to miss, I was gripey about. So I went to all these events, and I was going hard, and I was at clinics, and I was at concerts, and I was up late partying, and then I was up the next day early to do it all. And, like, I went back home, and, you know, you turn in your professional development hours to your lady in the central office, 
And she like didn't believe me. Like I was like, no, but like this is, I, I did, I did like thir- 36 hours of professional development from Wednesday through Saturday. And she was just like, that's just ridiculous. And I was like, no, I mean, really though. And I, and I, and like, I realized that like, like in, in reality, like most people, like, like you're supposed to do, I don't know if it's like 15 or 20 a year. And mm-hmm. I had done the years worth it. I was like, so does that mean I don't have to sit through any more stupid PD? meetings and they're like no you still have to, have to do that <laughs> yeah, yeah so yeah. like i guess what i'm flabbergasted by is like the district requires me to be in more hours of meetings than i have to to meet my pd requirements but like they're always really worried about us meeting our pd requirements mm-hmm. but it's like I, I typically quintuple that i don't know so yeah anyway so then for a couple of years i was like man i was teaching a smaller school and i was like man fuck these guys and they're just playing this shit my kids aren't gonna be able to play and so i focused on going to clinics over performances and then i was like oh my god if i have to hear the same clinic again i'm gonna die uh-huh. and then i went to just just performances and no clinics and um i kind of went back and forth over the years like trying to strike a balance and um i'll tell you who i feel bad for is those 8 a.m cats those guys that have got uh, <laughs> a clinic at 8 a.m for real for real and it might be a bomb ass clinic at 8 a.m but you're just not gonna have the the numbers that you want to have yeah. it's just not gonna happen um and that's not your fault. It's just, you know, reality. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, I'm taking over some duties with, uh, with MOAJE. Oh, right. Badge, right. if you will. Um, and so I, I kind of had, like, a schedule. I had to be places at times. Like, had to be there. And so um, that was kind of cool, uh, having a little bit of direction and shape and focus to the thing. But... Um, it also made I missed some stuff that I like Maniacal Four played on Wednesday night oh, yeah? opening concert and I was in a rehearsal you know and mm. I'm not I'm not mad about that because I'm I'm like thankful for the opportunity but um, it is kind of like shit man like you know like, we, <laughs> that was kind of like the big name concert and I managed to not see a minute of it you know um, so um, but I did see some great concerts I saw some really cool stuff. Um, and uh, Northwinds played on Saturday morning. And Giddy that's up. a director. It's it's a music educators community band. And, like, the fundamental concept behind the whole thing is, like, what would a community band be like um, if it was made up of, like, top-tier players that actually practiced? Uh, so, like, all of their concerts are great. My wife used to play with them. Um, and so she played and she liked it and so I was talking to one of the directors at the time about it and I was just like hey man you know I know you guys have got a full sax section but you know if you ever need somebody I'd be happy to and he was like we'll see if we can get you on the waiting list to sub (laughs) (laughs) like there's a waiting list to sub god damn it why didn't I play bassoon you know (laughs) just just brutal so um which you know also tells you a lot of things about how much better of a player my wife is than i am but um the um they were phenomenal and uh, it was so cool to see some of my friends back back in the heat of things oh yeah yeah for sure players play in and that was cool so top two concerts slash top two pieces that you heard top two concerts you go first okay um Top two were split between a high school group and a middle school group. The high school group was the um, Shine Mountain High School Wind Symphony, and they were just stellar. Their um, their director they practice in in Cheyenne Mountain inside in, the hollowed out mountain inside the, the hollowed out mountain with all the the nukes. Yeah, um, but yeah, there's yeah. only one there's only one nuke inside Cheyenne Mountain, and its purpose is in the event of a ground war to turn uh, Cheyenne Mountain into Cheyenne Lake. <laughs> That's what that one does. Are you for real? Yeah, no, there's one. There's Just like one? Two, there's a two megaton uh, nuclear warhead Holy in the shit. base of Cheyenne Mountain that's to prevent it from falling into the hands of, of evil doers. Yeah. Wow. So, I just assumed it was point, a lot of them. Point of order. No, noted. And, you, <laughs> and you'd be aware. Um, but yeah, no, that group was solid. Their director, um, uh, Jack Yance, he actually did the Pueblo All City Schools Honor Band. We had our concert last night, but he was our clinician for that group. Um, but you know they were they were stellar. They played um, um, some really really challenging music, and did a really really great job with it. Specifically, they did the um, Hindemith um, uh, Weber themes, which was just pretty good. It's a lot to hear coming from a bunch of high school kids when you know frequently yeah. college kids can't hack. Um, so that was my number one, and then also the um, 
the middle school was the uh, Poudre Valley Schools. I'm trying to remember. Look at you sucking up. No, well, for real, for real. <laughs> so Andrea Hollenbeck's the the band director there, and she's an incredible teacher. Um, uh, and her kids just sounded great. I mean, for being a bunch of seventh and eighth graders, like, I mean, they sound better than a lot of high school groups. So that those are my top two for sure. My my top two if, if, of concerts that I saw while I was there, and it's not really fair because we have college groups. I don't know if you guys had college groups, and if you did, if we, they were part of your equation. No, nah, they weren't this year. They frequently are, um, but not anybody this year that really drew me in. Drew me in. So um, Missouri State, the Missouri State University's uh, <laughs> symphony played, and uh, holy shit! Oh yeah, uh, dude, I it's another world. Um, uh, Zasta pool, nasty pool, nasty uh, pool. Drop the drop the fire on uh, Overture to Candide, the orchestral version. Ooh, um, giddy up! Which he proceeded to conduct at a turtleneck uh, with no score. Because fuck you, that's why. <laughs> uh, what a just, badass! Yeah, I know. He opened the concert, so he just rolls out and just rips Candide. It was gorgeous and it was effortless, and, and like the orchestra sounds phenomenal. Um, and and I know, and I, I'm a cogent of the fact that like, um that group is primarily recruited by uh Quebman and Hoover and Prather, right? Mm-hmm. Like but like they sounded great. They really went after it. Um and then Kelts did um Dr. Chris Kelts, uh who's a I went to undergrad with him. Uh anyway, Kelts did uh American in Paris. Ooh. Yeah, and in program note Valhalla forever. Um, I guess sometime last year they found the original horns that, um, like taxi horns that um, were used for the original what? debut. And these are recreations. So like, well, yeah, like the whole deal is like, and I, I just threw the program away. Um, well, why so would you get, do that? You don't save I your don't programs? Keep, I don't, not anymore, dude. I don't. We'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. Um, so I used to. Um, it said like I guess for years and years they've they've been tuned like G A B. And um, like that's the tonality of the the taxi horns that have been used. And so I guess they found a picture of. Uh, Gershwin and a percussion member of the New York Philharmonic section or something and like holding up this board with these horns attached to it and they figured out they weren't pitched that way and so they yeah musicology for the win um, figured out that like these were like like the actual pitches are like super dissonant and like way more like obnoxious and so it had those horns and whoop dynamite dope Um, it was great it was cool Um, and they played really really well it was very musical and um it was just awesome to have um i don't know how to say this without being a dick an unapologetically good uh orchestra from missouri state play um you know you don't have to make it well the strings are hard you know, those, like, <laughs> usual like oh, i know i know well okay so those guys are student teaching so they didn't have the brass section none of that shit they just played really really well and it was great and that's like, awesome we were our, we were off to the side, and it still sounded great. And um, it was it was very in the tennis courts there at Tantera. So mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so it was it was that was my probably my number one stunner. Um, and and dude, Northwinds was really good. <laughs> you know, community group. Um, they uh, they closed with Kingfisher's Catch Fire. Uh, the with the Kingfisher's Catch Fire is second movement, and it was just hellified. And like uh, you know, me being me. Um, as you as we talked about in the in the the Midwest prep episode, you know the the trick is to come in late and just go to the front. Yeah, There's yeah. always seats in the front. Well, I came in real late, and like as I was walking up the side, they pulled the lights down, so I just had to kind of step into one of the doors. Um, and I'm watching first couple tunes, and then I, I look over, and there's a music stand, <laughs> and there's like a stand light on it. The stand light's not on. And I'm kind of like squinting at the music, trying to see what it is. And I look over. And see uh, Mr. Harvey, Chuck Harvey Sr., uh-huh. uh, sitting there holding his trumpet. I was like, hey, I know that guy. So I was like like three literal feet from one of the antiphonal trumpets on, on Kingfisher's Catch Fire. So uh, that may have may have uh, skewed my, my opinion a little bit, but they played the shit out of it. So it's cool. That's awesome. Hurt's playing, playing two before him. Oh, and, cool. Good. Um, 
And that that tuba section right now is is uh, GA from UCM Kirsten something or other, and then Hurt, and then Kent Summers, uh, who taught Smith Cotton uh, before he went on to Bisha and then the National School. He um, this pretty pretty dynamite tuba section, and then um, Mike Steffen back at the helm of a. Uh, saxophone section playing the the alto soprano split i was very proud of mike like I, i've always i've always felt like he's like where he belongs in, ti- in space and time is like is <laughs> playing playing difficult grade five and six literature on the alto and soprano saxophone so yeah it was yeah. nice to see him back at back at that and uh they were just great it was a great concert um we had some other good stuff northwest missouri state played and um I think it's the first time in I heard 17 and I heard 19 years the first time that band has played uh, at MEA which is for the uninitiated kind of crazy um, they kind of rotate and it's just kind of one of those things where like you may not go every four years but you you probably aren't going to go more than every four years right like four is like the minimum interval and you get like Missouri State and UMKC um, UCM maybe now um, try to go every every time they can. Uh-huh. Um, Usually Truman they, has a good turnout too, right? They, they do, and they played this year, and they played very well. Um, and I will I will touch that in a second. Okay. Uh, but like um, Northwest hasn't played in like seventeen years, probably. Mm. So uh, John Bell has been there now. Um, West Coast John Bell has been there for I think four years, and dude, they were great. They played really really well, and um, and they had their alums. They had they did uh, what's the Kriegsmarch or something, something German. Okay. Um, Konigsmarch, I can't remember which one. And they had like like seventeen fucking trumpets lined up across the back of the setup, and it was all directors, um, and they were all people like I knew most of them, and I was like, oh, I didn't know that guy was a Northwest guy or that guy or her, and like it was it was really pretty a pretty cool effect. They played very very well and very very musically. Um, Truman uh, was great too. Um, I, I I like Kern a lot and. Mm-hmm. Um, we Ben Johnson and I rolled up late on that one, and um, we were in the second row on the aisle <laughs> for that one. <laughs> so we got every inch of that, and it was great. <laughs> they played really well. Um, the uh, just a second, and I'll tell you which piece I made notes on it. But uh, they were very good too. Um, so all all good college gigs on uh, on this year's MMA. Right on. Um, so one of the cool things that one of the um, it was actually one of the first sessions and it was a college session um, concert was the Adam State University which is up in the San Luis Valley. Um, Where is that? Uh, it's basically um, like Alamosa is the big town of that area, but it's west of me about two hours. Um, and I guess they had a Jack Stamp commission, so Jack Stamp wrote a uh, big old hunk of music for them. Uh, but besides that, it was music that celebrated sort of that San Luis, um, n- like Native American tradition that's in that valley, which was pretty cool to um, to kind of see. Like I said, I didn't get up for that because I actually didn't get there until Thursday morning at about 10 a.m. And I think they had like a nine o'clock a.m. slot, um, so I missed the concert, but saw the program, uh, and it was it was pretty cool. It's pretty cool that. Um, like they had the support to make that sort of thing happen. Now it's it's a pretty small school. Like I think that I can look up enrollment, but I'm fairly certain it's under four thousand um, through the student body. So it's it's a pretty little school. Um, it might be closer to two, but um, anyway, cool. Has have some really cool teachers that teach in this district that went to school at Adams State. Um, so that was one of the cool university gigs. Um, besides that, like I think that might have been one of the only university bands that performed. There's a pretty wow. similar, yeah. Well, there's a pretty similar rotation um, here. Gotcha. Um, predominantly, like there's a lot of hype for CU. There's a lot of hype for um, UNC, which is Northern uh, Colorado. That's where uh, Ken Singleton teaches at. Really? And, yeah, exactly. He's the one that um, taught with Hoover at New Mexico. Gotcha. Um, and then there's a lot of hype for CSU, but um, those three big schools, and then the smaller schools generally kind of get overlooked a little bit, but. It was uh, four Scottish dances. How could I forget? Ah! Truman State Open with four Scottish dances. And I, in my note to, to Karen that I wrote, him, I, I just said, phenomenal. It was great. It was super. I love it. It was great. But um, my only gripe was that he had the trombone player 
play instead of sing. Really? I'm always, yeah, in favor of "Well Done, Cuddy Sark." I'm always in favor of it being sung. Uh, that's I, that's not Scottish dances. I thought that was um, uh, Tamo oh, Shanter. Tamo Shanter. Tamo yeah. Shanter. Sorry, damn it. Tamo Shanter. Whatever. Easily confused. <laughs> no, just yeah, not paying attention. I was in a hurry trying to find it. I was like, I can't remember, but I know I talked to him about it. It was great. The rest of their program was phenomenal too, but that was just the one that I, you know, had in my heart. So I like both of those pieces. Yeah. Um, I like yeah. that that vein of pieces. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I take, I love Tam Shanner. I really love uh, that Hayden Wood Man and Veen. It just like mm-hmm. it feels so Anglo. You know what I mean? Right. It's our white boy, our inner white boy. Maybe China. less less Anglo, more Saxon. <laughs> so uh, that's yeah, I got you. So uh, anyway, yeah, good stuff, man. I um, I spent way more time obviously with with all state jazz this year, but um. So my degree of involvement with that side of things is a lot higher. Yeah. Um, and that's a cool thing. Like, I see why, why some folks get really wrapped up in, in that, and they spend a lot of time in those rehearsals. There's mm-hmm. a ton to be learned. Like, watching Matt Wilson was the um, was the guy who did our All-State Jazz, and just watching him rehearse. And, like, there's two things there. Like, one is it's kind of like when you watch, you know, a collegiate professor rehearse with their top group, like, it's not really some many of those things will transplant, but some of those things just uh, you know my seventh graders today <laughs> didn't engage quite as quickly yeah. as the all state jazz. You're giving band. you're giving me eggshell. I need I yeah. need taupe. Come on, <laughs> yeah, like you know a little bit. They do engage, and you got to give them good stuff so they will engage. But it was you know there's a difference. Um, but uh, so that was cool, and, and being a little bit more on point with that was was neat. Yeah, Oakville High School played um, Persichetti Pageant. Ooh, I uh, love that one very, very well. And uh, the second half, the fast business was dirty. It was beautiful, bad, dirty, good, dirty, <laughs> just, just, like, filthy, like just like <laughs> you know. Um, and uh, yeah, it was good, man. Um, I dug it. I dug it. I. Uh, there was a couple of gigs that I missed that I really wanted to see just because I had dumb shit to do. But, um, you know, it's, I missed Lee Summit West entirely because I had to be at the MOHAE meeting, and that sucks because mm-hmm. Sean, who our previous yep. guest, a friend of the show, Sean Harrell, um, had uh, had a commission on it that I really wanted to hear, and I'll get the recording eventually. And anyway, now Scott Harris of SHHH Productions, um, and you can, you can buy all these recordings if you want to hear any of this stuff. Um, from his website, which is like s h h h productions dot com or something, um, I, I asked him last year to get me the ISO because they did a, he did a video from the front for uh, for Steve Davis drink um, for um, <laughs> ooh the, <laughs> for Steve Davis and uh, he did the uh, <laughs> he did a uh, I had him pull the last three minutes uh, of it for me. (laughs) So he said he had the video and he's going to send me the Dropbox link. So I'm excited, excited to get that. Um. (laughs) But um, anyway, good stuff, man. Um, I, uh, yeah. So that's, that's kind of what's up. So you had, um, you guys had a Ryan Fossier commission piece. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to tell you about that. So yeah. Tell me about it. Tell me all, my wife knew about it and I didn't. So tell me all about it. Um, so, the Pueblo City Schools, we do a all-city band, um, and it's kind of a smaller scale than a lot of honor bands. Like, it's uh-huh. just from the four high schools, and there's also a middle school group, which is also exciting. Um, they did a much better job this year um, than the kids from last year in terms of middle school. So the middle school, cool. like, sounded great, um, which was exciting. But nice. um, it's a yearly thing. Usually it's, like, that first week after... Um, after the CMEA conference. And last year I thought, you know what, this is a cool group um, of people to work with. Like I like um, the other three directors um, that teach at these schools uh, around me. So I figured, so what can we do to benefit these kids? It'd be cool to to try to see if we could commission a piece just for this group. Um, That'd be exciting for them, exciting for me. Um, And maybe be good for somebody who's uh, a composer that we either know or don't know. So, Anyway, we ended up having a an all city band prom, and I think we had talked about that. That's what we raised you, the money. She had a right. big old band kid dance um, last spring, and so the money we got from that we used um, to 
commission a piece. And so reached out to a couple guys, a um, couple guys that I knew, a couple guys I didn't know, um, and just told them what our budget was and what we were looking for. And Ryan was really on it. Like, he seemed like he was really into it. Um, so I talked um, with the other directors, and um, we had Ryan write us a piece. So it was super nice. cool. It's called Forge. Um, it's a fanfare. Um, it's definitely the most contemporary piece that we played last night, or that the kids cool. played last night. Um, but it was fun. Uh, it had some really cool elements of it, and it was written just for these kids to kind of celebrate the area. You know, sort of that steel town, um, kind of a melting pot of diversity for the most part. So that cool. was really, it was a really cool experience. Nice, man. I love Ryan. He's he's my, my heart. He, uh, he saved my life a couple of times uh, when I was a first-year teacher, and he was still in college, and... Uh, it was uh, I was grumpy because I didn't join the National Guard band until after he was already in Boston. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, cool, man. Well, what else is going on? You got anything fun shaking? Did you see my my post that the uh, the hate our hated competitors, the uh, Maestros and Minivan dicks, are uh, on the front page of Charms? I don't know if you've lost. Oh, are they? Today, I I yeah, I did earlier, but I didn't look at the front page. Yeah, they were on the uh, scrolling on the front page, just taunting me. <laughs> Jerry Junk is on my podcast. <laughs> you know, for real. Um, we could probably delete everything that we've ever recorded and come up with a new name and call ourselves by different names and get real people on our podcast too. You know, yeah, it's, it's probable. But where's the fun in that? I know. Um, we would alienate all of our fans in Houston, Texas. <laughs> all right. So, um, anyway, um, so. Uh, what do you got coming up? I got a couple of things coming up. Um, CBDNA is going to be in Kansas City. Oh, that's right. That's that's and exciting. Like, everybody's playing CBDNA, man. Uh, like, I think here's who I recall off the top of my head is coming in. It's like Google frantically. Um, we've got um, Miami. Um, of course, you know UMKC. I think is the host band. Um, Miami, Northwestern. Um, let's see, I'm almost there. It was almost seamless. I almost pulled it up without having to do that. Okay. Yeah, UMKC, West Texas A&M, University of Kansas, Ball State, University of Georgia, Ooh. Michigan State, Oklahoma State, Ooh. University of Miami, uh the CBDNA small band programs intercollegiate band Gary Green conductor um, let's see Northwestern University of Texas <laughs> sounds like a, sounds alright yeah I don't I'm like I, I I can't take any more days <laughs> off work you know <laughs> like I just it's seriously getting critical around here but like you should come out you should take the key take those days you got the days um I don't know now if, I, when this I don't know if I could. It's, but it's that, like 14, 15, 16, so it is. Yeah, like UMKC's on Friday night at 7.30. Uh, West Texas is on Wednesday. Kansas is on Wednesday. Uh, Ball State is on Thursday. Georgia is on Thursday. Michigan State is on Thursday. Oklahoma State is on Friday. Miami is on Friday. Uh, Northwestern is on Saturday. Texas is on Saturday. And it really blows because I want to see uh, Miami really bad. It's at 3.30 on Friday, and that's the middle of our district solo and ensemble. Oh, man. Like, there's just that. There's absolutely no way I'm going to get out of it. Yeah. Um, I've got an orchestra concert on Thursday. Yeah. They're premiering uh, Andy Akiho premiere. Let's see. And they got the pieces on here. I'll send you the link. So you can stick it in the show notes for the fine people of Houston, Texas. Wait, wait, honey. Um, got it. Okay. So uh, I'm I'm pretty hyped about that. I'm definitely gonna catch as much as I can. I'm definitely gonna catch probably the Wednesday night gigs. Um, I don't know if I can get over there. I'll definitely see Kansas. Uh, I don't know if I'll get to Georgia. I don't know. We'll just have to see. We'll, we'll just take it as it comes. Um, George is premiering two things. Wow. It looks really good, man. Yeah. Um, Michigan's premiering three things. And the Mackey concerto for trumpet. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Bryant's I think gold can stay. 
Jesus balls. Right. Um, man, yeah, this is this is some real shit they're doing over here at the CBDNA thing, folks. Um, Texas is doing the Crigliano Davis clarinet concerto, mm, mm-hmm. and then a Jennifer Jolly premiere, and the Schoen, Schoen, Adam Schoenberg Symphony Number no. Two premiere. <laughs> you should come in and do Friday night and Saturday, man. It's uh, at least you see you got a concert Thursday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on Friday, we'll do it, man. It could happen. You, you can watch Friday at least, um, and those, I think that's all in the Kauffman Center for the Four Yards too. It's arguably the best soundscape on the planet right now. Pretty so, excellent, yeah. Uh, not gonna suck. Not gonna suck. So if you're in town for CBDNA, let me know. We'll hook up. All right, you know, we'll do some stuff. Uh, find people of Texas. You can join us. Houston, um, Texas. It looks like Austin's bringing the heat. What are you guys gonna do, Houston? You gonna let those those liberals, those communist <laughs> bastards from Austin, win? Are you? Um, I will definitely see Northwestern and Texas, and I'll definitely see those things in UMKC. So, well, I don't know if I'll get to UMKC. Damn it! I'll try. Oh, they're doing okay. They're doing the symphonic suite from On the Waterfront, featuring the UMKC Conservatory dancers and choreography by Gary Abbott. Of course, that's some. Steve Davis is really, really good at. Yeah like putting stuff together with other faculty mm-hmm. members and other departments. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really, really cool drink. Uh, yep. Johannes Brahms, uh, the Gravenus gang. There you go. Uh, featuring Gravenus conservatory singers, Blah. conservatory concert choir and university singers. So whatever that is going to do it involves three choirs. Um, and the Zulong Concerto for Wind Symphony. Ancient Echoes. It's the premiere. Echoes, so. echoes, 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 echoes. Oh, God, there's an SDD's Picks on the right. Stephen D. Davis's Picks. Oh, it's his food drink recommendation. That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> That's it. He's got Joe's Kansas City, Jack Stack, and Q39. I can't believe he, he's going to get he's gonna get crucified for not putting Gates or Arthur Bryant's on there. Wow. Um, go get it, man. Awesome. Well, that sounds like a bitchin' lineup. That's super cool. He's listed other fun places. Caddyshack. I do like Caddyshack. Uh, Charlie Hooper's Flying Saucer and McFadden's. Um, Zubar? Is Zubar in there? It's not. You ever been to Zubar? Not in Kansas City. I've been to the one in Lincoln. Really? Yep. Like graffiti on the walls and like just cans of beer? Uh can't remember that sounds right the one i was in was like super like yeah holes and elbows tight yeah awesome so cool man so cbdna is coming up yeah i mean if you got the time you can get the days man you should do it that's like i said it's in the middle of our solo and ensemble mm-hmm. so super annoying because that's really really frustrating yeah like on thursday i could probably check out and go get there but on friday i don't think i can mm. so anyway what else you got going on? What's in your uh, kids' folders? I meant to ask that Ooh, earlier. We're playing um, our grade three and a half banger. Uh, what is it called? Uh, Wind Rider. Wind Rider. Wind Rider by Sean Salem. Um, the Directorate, March, John Sousa. Uh, the uh, Thanks, thanks Marine Band. Um, <laughs> we're, we're on an all-free music tip this spring. Uh, I We had used GPG for... A marching band show a couple of years in a row, and so they gave us like a two hundred dollar concert band credit. Oh, really? So cool! Like, Bam, Windrider, <laughs> done. <laughs> so, um, and uh, it's okay. It's cool. I mean, it's it's what it is. You know, we've talked. We, you've, everyone who's ever heard the show has heard my opinion about this bullshit. So, and then we got second suite in there because fuck everything um, for a festival. No, no, I will not take it to festival. Gonna say, I might, I might take it to festival. I will not take it to festival. I will take Windrider and the Directorate, and everyone will be happier. I will definitely not. I might take it to festival. I might take a second suite. They're playing it really well. I'm actually, I just kind of put it in there because I had conducted it at that uh, symposium this fall, and I was like, I want to hear this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, this is really good. That's awesome. Um. Yeah, we'll see. Um, and then that's all we got right now. But I just like at four today. Like I sent an email at two with upcoming dates, and then at four I confirmed with um, the lovely Dr. Ani Bavarian, uh, formerly from Missouri State, mm-hmm. um, now with the United States Air Force Band in D.C. 
she's going to come in on the 24th and do a gig with us. Cool. Of this month. So in like 23 days, that's happening. So I got to get those charts uh, sorted out. And um, we're going to accompany her for one of those pieces. And like, that's super, like, we got to get that slicked up. But um, I'm excited about that. It's going to be cool. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Yeah. We'll figure that out. <laughs> so um, anyway, <laughs> it's gonna be cool. I was because I, I my kids we haven't really done that. We haven't accompanied a soloist really. So yeah, it's I tried hard. to pull it off last year with one of my seniors. I had him do a trumpet solo that had band accompaniment, and we just didn't didn't have time. We didn't get around to it. Hmm. So I think it's an important thing that uh, kids should do. You know, like. Um, and it's a chance to have a phenomenal clarinet player come in and work with our, our folks. And it's like on the Air Force's dime. So, uh, thanks, Air Force. Um, but, um, yeah, I got to get got to get cracking. Like, I thought that wasn't going to happen. And then, like, today I talked to her. And now it's going to happen. And that's super cool. But, like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. okay, here we go. <laughs> like, turn up the heat. So, yeah. What are you all playing? What do you got in your folders? Um, with the Symphonic Band Kids, we've got um, the Del Borgo Songs of the Whalemen. Um, so that you gotta, gotta throw him a bone, right? That's good. Um, but we're also working on the Stephen Bryant Bloom, um, which I mean, the percussionists still don't love it, but the rest of the winds are starting to come around to it, and they really, I don't know, emotional connections are, are a cool thing for those kids. Um, we got the John Mackey Foundry, of course, yeah. and uh, the Bell of Chicago. Thanks, Air Force Band. <laughs> Is that free on their website? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really oh, good one, though, out. too. I'll get that. <laughs> I'm all about free marches. I'm never paying for a march again. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not. With all the stuff that's available and, like, clean, beautiful, like, reprinted things. Yeah. Um, do you have Second Suite in your library? Nope. My library is not great. Anybody out there that's got Second Suite, I'm missing both trumpet parts uh, and the tippity part for Second Suite. Man. Which is a whole... Well, it's a whole thing. Like, I've got the new fancy high flute and uh uh what the hell uh score that's not the same as the parts that i have i have the the old score but i bought the the fancy yeah. uh, frederick Fennell yeah. edited one right and so the Fennell edited one doesn't have or does have a timpani part which i think he pretty much just wrote because he's frederick Fennell. yeah so like timpani master i yeah he literally wrote a doctoral thesis on the kettle drum yeah yeah, he called it the kettle drum. So, um, anyway, I gotta find some parts on that. So you're no help. Charms again. I have to look at those slug <laughs> bastards. There's a minivans to find it, but I'll get on it. So, anyway. Uh, oh, yeah. but I've so, also got that after school group. I meant to tell you about that too. Oh, tell me about it. We're working on uh, um, uh, some other meet. Just because basically, I just needed to put together a, a group, like a smaller group, for kids that weren't getting enough of a challenge with the symphonic band. Right, um, but that's the group that I'm taking to the um, uh, CBA, the Colorado uh, Band Directors Association. How many kids have you got in that group? That one's got 34. Nice. Um, so it's about half the size of the other group. But um, right on. Those kids are working on the Tekeli, um Simple Gifts, and then the the other Mackey, the um, Lightning Field, and they're digging it. Cool. Good kids. All Mackie all the time. All Mackie all the time. In Pueblo, it's Mackie or nothing. <laughs> um, you doing any symposiums this summer? You got anything lined up? I'm thinking about it. The um, registration for uh, CU Boulder just opened up today. Um, cool. So I got to do some editing on my CV before I send that stuff in. But I'm thinking about that. I was looking at I the, have you the write, lit for it. I got to have you write a CV for me. All I got is a resume. Oh, really? Every time I mess with it, I get pissed off and I stop and give up. So, but the lit for that one, there's the chamber side, which is the um, Bernard divertisement opus thirty six, mm-hmm. and then I don't know the suite from Carmina Brana. The I don't either. I assume it's pronounced Vanek. I'm gonna sound like Sounds an asshole, good. but I assume it's Vanek. That's what it looks like. But they're mm-hmm. also for the full band. They're doing second suite. Um, nice. Also, su- scenes from the Louvre. Uh, to Kelly Rest, and then movements one, two, and six of Lincolnshire. Um, but that's with cool. Steve Davis. Drink. Ooh. So uh, we got a symposium coming up here um, two weeks from now at UCM. And uh, oh yeah, that one's usually really good, right? And it, well, it's Bob Carnahan. Yeah, Bob Carnahan from uh, Miami. And uh, I assume they pronounce it Miami there as well. <laughs> um, and uh, we had to pick. 
and, uh, and Dr. Lubroff. Um, I had to pick, and so I pulled Procession of the Nobles. Oh, there you go. Um, which I'm not super familiar with. I don't believe I've ever played it. Um, all I have is a condensed score, and I think I'm just going to go down gambling with a condensed score. Oh. I have really conducted from one before. You don't think so? I don't know. I feel like it's a skill I should develop. Like... Being, you know what I mean? But maybe maybe not. Maybe it's 2017, and I just go ahead and get the full score. Um, <laughs> and uh, then I've got um, the one, the only Malcolm Arnold's Prelude to Sleano and Rondo. Oh, solid! Yeah. I, I give that like, to hey. those wind ensemble kids to read, and they, they yeah. love it, but they it's so don't much sound Rondo, great. <laughs> Rondo, I, I, would, I would make an argument for, like, the most fun thing to do like with a band might be to play Rondo you know what I mean just like uh, anyway so uh, we're doing doing that and I man I think I've done I don't know that I conducted I studied this some um, I don't remember I think we tried to play it and it was like we didn't do it for the concert I don't know I'm looking at the names I had the percussion names I wrote in and I think I think I was going to play it for a concert that I, I, I or play it for a festival and I backed out so, um, anyway, I, I've got it uh, pulled that I've been working on the Rondo a little bit and I've started digging in. I'll tell you what, man, are you an instrumentalist subscriber? Uh, I am. Okay. So, here's my thing. I haven't read the most recent issue. I don't give any fucks about uh, Bobby whoever the hell and what they're doing with their band and wherever the fuck. And that's not... I'm not trying to be mean. I just... I know... I've read articles in those kind of settings about people that I know. Mm-hmm. And I also know that you don't ever really have, like, the full picture of what either they have set up for them or what they've gone through to get there or any of that. Oh, yeah. So definitely kinda, not. I'm kind of meh about that. Um, reviews of music are difficult for me. Like, Like... If a friend of mine wrecks it to me and then I go listen to it, that's pretty effective. Mm-hmm. But like, just reading reviews, like, I don't know, it's not my thing. You know, if it came with like a CD and I could listen to the CD and read the review, maybe that would matter to me, but probably not. Um, and um, I certainly don't give any fucks about advertising. Um, so for me, the whole point of the instrumentalist is the lit articles. Um, yeah. And, and so I was under the impression that behind, I hadn't looked at it for a minute and I hadn't re-upped and I needed a article about Russian Christmas music that was from whenever the hell. And, you know, uh, I'm not a college student anymore, so I don't have access to the, every instrumentalist ever. And mm-hmm. so I, I pulled up, um, I re-upped for three years and I went to the website and the article that I wanted wasn't one of the ones that they had pulled in the, you know, on the website. And so I sent the editor an email. I said, hey, I was trying to find this article. I can't find it. He said, yeah, not all the articles are, are available. <laughs> and I was just like, man, I would I would pay a premium if they were. Like, mm-hmm. I, that's what I want, you know. Like, that's that's what I'm, I'm after um, is access to every lit rep article ever written. <laughs> that's that's all I want, you know, like in the instrumentalist. Like to me that's what it's for. Yeah. And so he didn't really respond. But he did he did um he scanned the article and sent it to me, which I appreciated and I thanked him profusely for doing so. Um and I don't don't everybody start doing that to him because he'll be pissed off. <laughs> um but um so I I went to pull up the one for um Prelude to Siliano Rondo and it's not listed. What? Okay, so Russian Christmas music and <laughs> Prelude to Siliano and Rondo. You'd think those two would be on the list of things you'd pull and stick on the website, right? But they're they're not, and um, like I just that that to me is nonsense. So like essentially, I'm gonna have to like sneak onto a college campus and use somebody's login to get these articles or something. And I just I that's dumb. I, I would pay for that, you know. Like I I've donated a little bit of money to WinRep.org because I think what they do is important. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you all out there, I mean. Send winrep.org five bucks because, like, that's that's a good thing. Like, that's, yeah. that, that's like what the internet was supposed to be for. Um, so support winrep.org, you bastards. Not just porn. Um, or it'll go away. Like, we won't have it. No, that'll be stupid. And that'll be dumb. And we'll, we'll regress as an art. 
so support. Um, anyway, I, I would just I would love to give the nice people at the instrumentalists some money, you know, just to have access to those articles. You know, um, I would happily pay what I paid for a three-year subscription to only have access to the lit rep articles. Um, and just that, and not get to see the pretty pictures of, of like, you know, like awkwardly positioned melophones. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't give a shit. Um, or like, hey, that guy's band room's got really ugly carpet. You know, like, I, don't, I just don't. <laughs> but seriously, <laughs> what, been what, there. What the, what the, you know, like, what the fuck? And, but like, you know, but then if I, like, the thing that I need it for isn't there. It's super frustrating. So now, the other side of that is, you know, I, Every band driver had kept every instrumentalist issue. You know, they had uh-huh. Prather has thirty years of the instrument, right. forty years, eighty years of the instrumentalist, and um, she had one that I photocopied um, when I was down there for that symposium. I was doing one, and she had that man. She had for every piece she had, she'd bought new scores for that. She didn't conduct that symposium; she just watched. She bought new scores because her old ones were too marked up. She said, and she had put a photocopy of every instrumentalist lit rep article that was available for those pieces inside it <laughs> for, for a symposium at which she was not conducting. <laughs> Man. So, so I, uh, <laughs> I borrowed one of hers, obviously when I made a copy of it. Um, <laughs> but, um, like I just, that starts to be nuts, man. It's just like, that's, that's the most important resource to me. And like, nope, they're not there, mm. you know? And like, that's, you know, that's that Fennell, that fancy Fennell score for Second Suite, like half of it is his instrumentalist articles inside the front cover, mm-hmm. you know, so whatever. But um, so I've got those those things coming up rapidly. But um, and then I'm going to go play Army for 10 weeks, so I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not going to do any other symposiums. Oh, I got paperwork for you to do for that, by the way, uh, for when I go play Army. OK, remind me, I'll give it to you later. OK, sounds good. Isn't this riveting content, folks? Yeah. We know what the people in Texas want. So, um, Houston, Texas. That light bulb is impressive, sir. He's got this light bulb over his right shoulder that's like very bulbous. And it appears to be hanging on like like the oldest wire. Did you, is that, did you like install that or did that come with the apartment? Oh, I, I, I put it there. Guess where it came it like from? A, where? Ikea. Oh, so it's not like as terrifying as it looks. No, no, definitely not. It looks it looks like like uh like the old wires in the attics of old houses that haven't been rewired, you know, like the what are the hook and loop or whatever they call it. Yeah, and for like, real. Uh, old Edison bulb. <laughs> yeah, it's huge. I've got one of those in my in my uh attic in my house. Like it's that's that big. And like we can't figure out how to get a ladder up there to get up and change the damn thing. So we just <laughs> it's been out for a year, we just haven't changed it. We just have a lamp up there now. So um I was hoping that you had extras of those, <laughs> but it's probably not the same. Anyway, oh yes. So, in general, uh, a pretty good show, I think, so far. How do you feel about the content? I feel like this has been successful. So yeah, far. totally, man, totally. It's not as excited as us on a snowy train platform. It doesn't have that uh, that ambiance. Yeah, for real. It's also not like super windy and balls cold. <laughs> the whole time did you get your scarf yeah i did it came yeah. in two days ago awesome i uh had put it in the envelope and then left it in the back of my car and forgot to mail it whenever i said i'm gonna send this to you so that i remembered I yeah. sent it to you. thanks for that scarf saved my life you know you always forget one thing when you travel when you go to chicago don't forget the scarf yeah for real bad deal bad deal um so hey i meant to ask you what's going on with your um uh not dci Oh, WGI wins. WGI wins, yeah. It's going well, man. I'll send you a video. Um, it's it's we're really pretty happy with it. Like shows on the floor, we're at Envis. Um, those kids are all still playing their horn and concert band every day, and they're all most of them, not all, are doing um, solos and ensembles. And like, it's you know, it's an easy show by design. Um, and then we use that group for pep band too. Mm-hmm. So it it really kind of it improves the level of pep band, which I know people are like, what? But like for my administration, that was important. So, um, then, um, it, it also kind of lets us better at marching and, and that kind of stuff. I, you know, 
we kind of went over that in a previous episode and we'll see um i'll let you know after dayton if i think it was worth it um, okay but so far i've been really been really happy with it um i don't know you know there's like a definite like upper limit on how much money i would pay for this privilege um there's not like a you know um i wouldn't bet the farm on it or anything but uh i put it in slack for you um you know we're, we're pretty happy with it it's it's kind of neat to to do it and work on it and it's it's to me it's a lot easier than dealing with um a winter drum line and a winter guard yeah you know oh yeah i bet i can't so, imagine and, I, and like i said like you know we're not gonna we're not gonna spend 15 grand on this this debacle or anything you know for us we did it pretty cheap we borrowed uniforms and got a sweet hookup uh from my boy duck schaefer on the music and drill um and unbeknownst to me because i had never seen the film it has has some requiem for a dream Ooh. teasers in it there and so like i didn't i'd never seen the movie so i didn't catch it and we're standing there i'm standing there watching the run it's like nine o'clock on at night and janitor Walks up next to me, he's like, "Hey, Requiem for a Dream." Like, That's a music for Requiem for a Dream, and I was like, "Oh shit!" So like, I, I went and like Googled Requiem for a Dream and hit play. Like whatever the first result was, it was that. Like at the close, I was like, "Oh, yeah, we better go ahead and license that." So I got on Traysona and did my licensing. You bastards, don't turn me in. My, my due diligence were mechanicals are clear or whatever. So mission to arrange has been been achieved. Jesus. Have they gotten aggressive with you guys out there yet? Oh yeah, they've been aggressive. They hadn't been until this year in Missouri. They kind of came on strong this year. Our um, they, our copyright release and all the other wire. stuff is due June first for the fall. Yeah, exactly, wow. exactly, right? Boa is not that aggressive. That's nuts. Um, man, I guess that'll get you motivated to get your show picked. <laughs> uh. Uh, <laughs> Well, they, or, or play or play all Rangers Publishing Company charts. One of the two. <laughs> one, of the, one of the two. So, um, our show choir folks had gotten lit up pretty good a couple of years ago. Oh yeah, so they've been on it, but the marching band festivals hadn't, and so that's kind of that was a big, big thing this fall. Um, there's there's some people that are wound up about it, and wound up in a good way or a, no bad, but very pissed. Well, pissed. here's the thing. I, I well, here's my thing. They buy a $60 APC chart for their shitty band to go play. And they cut four bars of drum break because the kids can't play that. Or they, they water it. That's the only change they make to the show. And now they got to pay the licensing fee. You know, like <laughs> that's that's that does seem kind of fecal to me. I, I, I um, especially because what, what we're copywriting is not the percussion part, right? We're copywriting the melody because that's the whole deal on copyright yeah but you can't yeah like we you can't copyright chord changes yet you can only copyright melodic intent so like to me i i do kind of totally agree with them, the fact that like they're they're paying permission to arrange on a chart where they didn't change the melody at all that that to me does seem i, I agree that does seem um overzealous but we just go ahead and uh, have somebody do a whole show for us and that's the part that's crazy is having someone quote unquote custom write a show for us is cheaper than going through all the hoops for permission to arrange. Mm-hmm. No, I hear you. I get it. And you think about what the choir people do, like the show choir, I should say. We don't have choir here. We just have show choir. Um, Interesting. Yeah, it's just they just call it show choir. It's kind of here. It's teach regionally. <laughs> it's regionally pretty hit or miss. Like, some programs are heavy on the show choir, and some are like, what's a show choir? Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, but they do all, like, top 40. Like, it's yeah. all pop tunes. Like, everything. So, and there's a 20-minute show, so they do four or five tunes, so they got to do four or five permissions to arrange. Jesus, dude. Yeah. Like, they're probably dropping two grand in, in, in licensing, you know? That just seems crazy to me, so... Um, yeah, it just makes me want to play like we're gonna play concert B flat scale. Here we go. <laughs> you know, like, play the like, shit yeah, out of here it. Go. <laughs> <laughs> the Remington shits in public domain. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? That's a good question. You know, do you have to license your warm ups? Damn. You know, like. 
only if it's copywritten. Um, so we'll see. You've been uh, out playing in the snow, man. I've been seeing the yeah, been uh, snowboarding a couple times. I think there's probably like a show to be done about like the the best place to live, like and be a band director, you know. Um, but there's probably some different ways to look at that, you know. Like, is it like the best like stuff to do when you're not working, like New York City? Is it, you know? But like, there's probably like a like an income to cost a living thing. Yeah. And there's probably like a the best in terms of like we we like Arizona like we never have rain days like, you know, like the field's never muddy you know like I mean but it's kind of hot you know there's probably something there and then there's like the the like Seattle like now nah, we just get wet you know it's just, it's just we don't know, it's like London we just we're gonna fucking get wet it's gonna happen so I don't know there's probably some stuff there meanwhile the Canadians are like so you go outside eh you know. <laughs> It's cold out there. We got the Calgary Stampede Band, and uh, they're pretty good. You know, I've alienated. I, I'm, I'm actually relatively confident we've had. We've never had a listener from Canada, so I don't even think I'm making anybody mad. Okay, okay, that. good. Um, relatively confident. So, so you're gonna, uh, you're gonna shut down our international. Uh... Right, right. Well, you know, fuck them. It's what my president told me to do. We should get into that. We should probably stay off that. I don't know if I, we don't have enough time here tonight. We're gonna, we're gonna max out the uh, max out the the buffers with that. Talk, so. Ooh, or we can get more listeners that way. I don't know. Do you think? I don't. Is know. it worth uh, it? You got any hot takes? Nah, I, I, got <laughs> I, don't I don't know if I'm gonna say anything. You can't hear somewhere else, butter. But uh, peaceful transition of power peaceful transition of power peaceful transition of power um well you you want to hear about um some live streams that are coming up in february god do i yeah there's actually it seems like there's quite a few it's pretty exciting and i've got let's see it's like six universities that have some pretty solid ones coming up uh bring the heat okay well we'll start with ut ut austin they've got one on february 22nd with their symphony band and then the wind symphony on february 22nd um does it say what they're playing? Uh, I I couldn't get to the program yet, okay. um, so I assume it'll be it'll be listed pretty soon. But I bet it's the same shit they're playing on CBDNA. You think? Yep, we missed. I think last night was um, Michigan State's Wind Symphony, so I was a little Ooh. bit bummed about that because I had my concert. Um, George's Wind Symphony and Symphonic Band are February thirteenth. Concert last night? The All City All City concert. Oh, that's right. You told me that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was yeah, go on, go on. Um, we've also got uh, North Texas. Symphonic Bands, February 7th. Uh, Valentine's Day, February 14th, is the Wind Symphony. And then uh, February 16th is the Wind Ensemble. Uh, Baylor's got a bunch coming up. The Symphonic Bands, February 3rd. Um, they've got Concert Band and Symphonic Band and Wind Ensemble later on in the, in the month. Uh, KU Symphonic Band is February 20th. And I assume it's going to be the same stuff they're playing at uh, uh, UMKC. And CU's got theirs February 9th with the Concert Band and Symphonic Band. And then What's exciting is February 10th. It's a co-concert with their Wind Symphony and the United States Air Force Band. So that's pretty exciting. Ooh. So we got I got links to all of those in the show notes. Air Force Academy Band. Uh, Air Force Band, not Air Force Academy oh, cool. Band. Right on. Um, Papil from KU did our uh, district band uh, the first weekend of January. It was pretty phenomenal. He's very good. Yeah. Um, I like him. He's an interesting cat. So, uh, on my, my list of fun folks. Fun folks from the middle of the country. <laughs> that sounds like a blog yeah. itself. Right. Fly over country. Pretty good bands, asshole. <laughs> that's kind of what I want to be like. <laughs> so, you guys have the massive population center. Most of the culture and taste makers. What are your college brands like? <laughs> <laughs> this is the real America. It's right. <laughs> oh my god, anything else would be good at cause? Yeah, uh, that's about all I got. Okay. It's so much fun, it feels like the first time, Zach. The very first time. Spend my time so foolishly. But now.